Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. and welcome back to another episode of don't blame me it's our advice podcast hell yeah that's the name of it advice podcast hell, hell yeah. yeah that was our that was our tester name and then we were like should we get something more catchy should we, <laughs> should we try something else wait did you see in our facebook group the um not to like brag to you not to brag to you guys but like to be like oh guys you can't be in our facebook group yet because we're still not accepting new members but um, this is for everybody. Uh, there's a TikTok that someone posted in there of like a girl tie dyeing or someone, whoever it was, a person tie dyeing a shirt and it came out like a giant penis. Like the tie dye was a penis and they were like, this no. needs to be merged. And I was like, 
I I missed it. It was amazing. It was good. So um, that's just uh, been on my mind. Can you imagine? Like, that's a subtle, subtle, you know? Like. I love it. I I like it. I feel like some people wouldn't see it. And then other people be like. Who would we get to make this? That's the question. Because I don't know if we could. (laughs) It would have to be like limited edition. We just make make five. Yeah. And there's two for yeah. us and then, <laughs> and then three, three for, for other people forever who live close by because the post office confuses me <laughs> i just need yes. to like well it's also germ ridden so oh, i'm not yes, yes 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 i had to go like two weeks ago worst day of my well, not worst day second worst day of quarantine so this is an advice show uh where we give advice if you guys want to call us for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com and um yeah i think that's it right yeah yeah that's it Well, should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm a big fan of you guys and the podcast. And I thought I would call in to see if I can get your advice on something. So I'm 19 years old now, but ever since around eighth grade, people have started randomly getting angry with me and cutting me off. And when I ask them, they're never able to give me a solid reason why, um, which I sometimes don't even ask anymore because it's happened several times now and they just kind of give me the same answers they just say that I come off as arrogant stuck up I need to be the center of attention I'm spoiled I'm two-faced I'm selfish I'm a bitch and all of those words that go along with that <laughs> um, I've been running into this a lot more since I have graduated high school and started college and new jobs and like running into new people it most recently happened last night when my boyfriend's best friend just suddenly started texting him how horrible I am, saying all the things that I mentioned before and said that they aren't going to hang out with him anymore until um, he breaks up with me. Um, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about two years now, and I honestly don't know what triggered this now. It's a really weird situation, um, and I don't know how it's going to go or end, but it really seems like it's only going to end in an unhappy way somewhere. Um, basically, I'm really self-conscious and shy, and I don't talk a lot, and I think that that comes off as stuck up to people, even though in my head it's quite the opposite. I'm always trying to act with kindness. I never try to be mean to anyone, and I avoid drama and confrontation, and I am very well aware that I am a people pleaser, so that makes it so much harder when someone um, dislikes me. For no reason. Um, it got so bad that at the end of, or that I left college, my first college, and it just makes me feel like a villain who's full of evil and people are perceiving it that way, but I just gen- genuinely don't know how. And it's getting, getting like hard to live with myself knowing that I, I mean, that way to people, um, if that makes sense. Uh, I'm starting at a new college this fall. Um, so if you have any help that could help me navigate this tricky situation also if you have any advice on the boyfriend situation that i just mentioned before it would be very much appreciated thank you so much megan um this i feel really bad saying this but the thing is is if everybody has been using these same words and saying the same stuff since you were in eighth grade something's up it's it's yeah and i 
Unless you've got like an evil twin running <laughs> around somewhere and pretending to be you. Everything comes back to soap operas. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true. Like it is it, it is. is the same words and the same things. Like friendships end nat like friend like lots relationships end, friendships end just like relationships end. And they can end for a multitude of different reasons. But I think if you're coming across what you say you are, you're the same words, the same statements, all of the same stuff. I, you gotta fucking address that. And I think Mm -hmm. this is whatever you're in. I mean, you're, you've got good intentions from what you're saying and that you can rationalize this and be like, well, no, I'm just kind of like quiet. Like I am a people pleaser, all that stuff. It's not registering for other people. And that's an issue. And it's not like, I would say if this was like one person, I'd be like, fuck them. But like, it sucks to say that like, yes, this is a you issue and it's going Mm -hmm. to, it's probably going to follow you into your fucking career. Like it's going, you need to adjust all of this. And I would say this might sound weird. And you're like, what? I would go to therapy and literally talk about this with a therapist and be like, I'm, I'm, and and maybe it's that you're not necessarily reading social cues and like noticing that kind of stuff and being like quiet. And I understand all of that. But I think especially if you've been dating your boyfriend for two years, the reason why that they're saying this now is because They've seen a consistency in your behavior for two years. And I think this is of all of like the friendships that have ended. The fact that this is like I will say like from all of my like straight dude friends, like they do not like ever fucking say if they do not like someone's like girlfriend, like the like the bros like will not like Mots is like, no, every time someone breaks up with like their girlfriend or whatever. And we're all like, oh, God, we hated them. And they're all like, why didn't you? You didn't you didn't say that. And he's like, no, I would never ever say that but I think the reason they're doing you kind of a favor in this is like these are people who've known you for two years and if they're still seeing this and still feeling this I think this needs to be like the it hurts your feelings a hundred like and that's totally like understandable but I think it needs to be like the kick in your ass to be like I need to go to therapy and figure out where the disconnect is because it's a total disconnect Mm -hmm. because what you're saying your intention is and how you're perceiving it on your end is like the polar opposite from how they're seeing it and I think that you just it's like a love language thing like no matter what you're it's not it's not working so it has to adjust and you're not finding people yeah it's not it's it's happening to multiple people that are in different parts of your life that don't know each other so you still have the water bottle. So, I lost um, the <laughs> so since it's happening like at different parts of your life, it definitely is a you problem. And the thing that stuck out most to me was it's like consistent of people saying that you're two faced. So that means that you're acting two different ways around people. And like you said, you're being a people pleaser. So that means that people don't think you're genuine because you're just saying what they want to hear. And that's not what people want. No. And if you're saying what one person wants to hear and then what another person wants to hear, then it comes off as you talking behind their back or not being truthful. So that is something that you need to address. Like why, like getting to the root of why you feel the need to change who you are around certain people and please them. I think that's the biggest problem mm-hmm. here. Also, the but I'm not a sure. <laughs> but also, one of the other words you used was spoiled, right? That was one yeah. of them, and that mm-hmm. is 
that to me is such you can't really <laughs> like you acting spoiled is not a conscious decision like I don't know what the alternative right. of that is I think that's again social cue completely unaware thing that like acting spoiled and being spoiled there's not like a good intention version of that for for you mm-hmm. and I think that that's one that you should definitely latch on to like some of these it might feel like oh well no I'm a people like the same thing with being like she's not you're like two-faced and like not genuine and it's like oh well I'm just trying to like make everyone like me which is a fault in itself but then there are terms like spoiled which is okay what have I how have I missed the mark here like because that's not yeah. an intentional thing that you're trying to do and there's not really a like a a positive like intent there like it just is like the result of whatever you're doing yeah because like being spoiled is like bragging about what your parents are saying because I mean like by definition I am spoiled but I've never been accused of being spoiled by someone else because I don't talk Violet about Beauregard. things that happen like it's like <laughs> it's like be, like spoiled like you think of it in the sense of like a rotten fruit like that's like it's yeah it's like a it's like a it's a gross like unattractive thing that is not mm-hmm. that it that, that does spoiled does not equal privileged at all like privileged mm-hmm. is just like a yeah. passive it's just like a passive fact but being mm-hmm. spoiled is like an entitlement that comes with that and like a bragging and it might just be like it truly might just be that you're not great with social cues and that you're not like mm-hmm. and if you're like if everybody's like celebrating like oh my god yay and you're celebrating like oh my god my parents bought me this like new handbag like oh my god I'm so excited about it but everybody else was talking about like excited that they got a good grade on their test or that like they're right. gonna like go on vacation soon and like you're it just truly might be that you're not processing it you're you're holding these other things in like the same regard and it comes across mm-hmm. because it is really spoiled and it's just a social cue thing but yeah. i would i would also this is the other part if your boyfriend told you this your boyfriend thinks that there's truth behind yeah it. and i think that he probably sees a different side of you because that's usually what happens in like long-term relationships. Um, But yeah, he wouldn't tell you if he thought they were full of shit um, because Mm -hmm. also it does put you in a position where he's basically saying, my friends want me to break up with you unless this changes like because, and I don't know what to do. And I think if he just wanted to break up with you, he would just break up with you and never tell you this conversation. Yeah. But I think him telling you is because he sees that what you're, he sees what you're doing and he sees how it's coming across and he sees that this is a pattern and a habit and he wants and believes that you can change because he doesn't believe that this is your goal or your intention. Mm-hmm. And so I would treat that again as like, that's someone who like is thinking pretty highly of you and knowing that like, hey, there is a disconnect. Um, but it's, I would just a hundred percent say therapy. Like, I think people think of therapy as, oh, like mental health. Like I am depressed. Like I'm anxious. I've like have trauma. Like that's why I need to go to therapy. But you can literally go to therapy of being like, I've had like, uh, friends who've gone to therapy being like, I don't know why I can't stay in a relationship. Like I don't have any like childhood, like trauma that I like have like, I've been sitting with or anything like that. I don't know why 
I find myself like perpetually single. Like I don't know why I can't like can't stay in a relationship. I don't know why I feel the need to like move states all the time or I don't know the why I can't like stay happy mm-hmm. in a job. Like it's just an unbiased well, trigger. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> or me. <laughs> uh, I was like, I mean, I don't have a job. Um, but like it's an unbiased third party who can like help you unpack you without any of these other preconceived notions or any of that stuff. They can see the bigger picture of it all. And I think that's what you need to do because it is a habit. And I I really feel for you, like leaving college and feeling like isolated from your friends and all of that stuff is really, really, really hard, especially when it's not your goal. And the reason why these friendships are ending is it is it's because of what you're doing, but you're not seeing it and you're not you don't think Mm -hmm. that you're doing it so I'm sure it feels like maddening because you're like what are you talking about how is this happening um and it's yeah it it sucks to say that this is on you but I think it's on you and you're clearly not like I mean maybe you fucking are and like it's we're just not I'm just not picking up on this call like you don't sound like a fucking awful person and a terrible person who like is like just fucking awful I think it's and that makes me think like yeah this can change like this can this doesn't have to be your forever thing at all and it can just get in the habit and too also because it's happened so often I think it's more likely to continue happening over and over and over again it hasn't stopped so there's no end point at this point until you figure out what the actual issue Mm -hmm. is Mm mm-hmm therapy therapy and even in quarantine you can there's go to and we have the link always um psychology today if you're in the states which i think you are um i didn't hear any of boots (laughs) um and (laughs) you can find a therapist and lots of therapists there are doing um you can have like you like email them you can call them and they're doing like facetime sessions you can do better help you can do anything like you can you have all of these options and so don't wait Mm -hmm until you I don't know we're out of the quarantine I think because you're starting a new college this is like the prime opportunity to like get these tools in your pocket and to like break this down and understand why you do what you do before you start college so this can you can have a very different outcome and experience with your friends yeah ugly well best of luck and um I would actually really I don't say actually like wow surprise no I would love an update with this because I think it's um I think it's really interesting um and I'm sure other people can probably relate to I mean it's a term that's being used in no offense to her I mean whatever like more serious like in intent versus impact and I think uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of people will relate to this it also just happens as you get older I'm gonna stop talking now (laughs) should we go on to the next hey Megan Melissa and potential guests I'm 25 a Taurus And my dating life is nothing but interesting. I've literally been on dates and guys have said they're addicted to cocaine from a guy ending up coming in his pants from a peck on the lips goodnight. My friends love when I go on dates because they know I'm always going to have a story to tell. And it's gotten to the point that when I go out with my best friend each week for lunch, The bartenders and waiters pull up chairs because they know that I have a crazy dating life and they want to hear the stories. So recently, I met a guy on Tinder, and he's very sweet, not normally my type, but my therapist said that maybe that's a good thing um, because obviously my type has worked 
so well so far. But besides being a Gemini, there's no red flags. We've been on a couple of dates so far, and he's very sweet and very different from anything I'm used to. So he added me on Facebook the other day, and we had a couple mutual friends in common. And he says, oh, you know my stepbrother. And I asked who his stepbrother was. Y'all, his stepbrother is my uncle. So I guess my question is, is it weird to keep talking to him? Because it's only his stepbrother, so they're not technically related. And he's only my uncle by marriage. Like, I'm blood-related to my aunt. It's just her husband. But I know it's weird, and I'm also from the South, so I don't want to have be the stereotype like, oh, yeah, she's dating her family member. That makes sense. Um, but shit, y'all, I deserve a good guy, and I cannot ever seem to catch a break. So, yeah, any um thoughts or opinions on how to go about this, if you would keep talking to him, or if you do think it would be okay to date him and not weird, um, how would y'all, you know, go about telling friends and family about that? Um, Yeah. So, love the podcast. Thank you for any advice y'all have. Have a good one. Bye. I love when people say y'all. It feels like really, I don't know. I got out of the habit of saying it, so don't say it as it's much as It's warm and did. fucking fuzzy. Like, it just, <laughs> it's just like, it feels like cornbread. Like, it just feels like sweet tea. Oh. Like, it feels like I'm on a porch. Two of my favorite things. Yeah, it feels like I'm getting a hug. Three of my favorite things. Know? Um, you just say you hate it. No, but it feels like I'm getting a hug from like a sweet, um, I don't know, but like, I don't know, like a, I, I'm going to say grandparent, but like I, my grandparents died when I was really young, so I don't have that. Like, but like a movie grandparent, you know, like where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, and you're like, I feel safe here. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I think of all the circumstances, didn't we also have a fucking call with like an uncle and like not not similar at all, but I'm pretty sure the girl who was fucking, she had like the boyfriend, she had like her ex boyfriend, and he had like a baby mama, and then there was like a she started talking to his uncle. It was the whole thing, but I just feel like we've had uncle. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was yeah, you're right. Um, I think in the scheme of like not blood related relationships, I think this is probably the most fine personally this is so far down the line yeah. like that you guys are like not related at all and then you didn't even know that you were were you had this close relation so i don't think this is an issue at all no i mean personally i will say i would i would not do it but that's also because um i won't i wouldn't go on dates with guys who like used emojis or like I like him insane. Like I like you're I was like I'm so fucking picky. Um and Mots will like I mean Mots won't listen to this, but be like, yeah, I like I won. And I'll be like, I mean, sure. After years. But I think Well, you call yourself the chosen pussy. I mean, so I mean, it goes both ways. Fucking facts. <laughs> um, but I think it just depends on I think like it's innocent now, like you're saying, like whatever. Let's say fucking Christmas rolls around. And it's weird. Then it's fucking weird. And then you can break up. Like, if it's weird, then, then it's weird. But, like, I think it just depends also. Like, did they grow, like, 
did they grow up together? But I would say no. But like, what's the age difference in like? But that's like, I think it, it, it the age is important because like, if they grew up together as stepbrothers, then it's weird. Like, but like, it's not even like she knew. No, I think it'll just him. be the whole family will be like, like her uncle will be like. Well, as someone from the South, my my mom's cousin is married to my dad's brother. They have no relation at all. Okay, for some reason that doesn't seem as weird to me. I don't know why. And it's, it's and that's same. even further. It's for her situation is even even further. I removed. think it's just the term uncle in here makes me think of ages, which also makes no <laughs> sense because I am an aunt and my um my like half brother's kids are like three and five years younger than me like there's not a huge mm-hmm. age gap at all there's a bigger age gap between they me and call my you yeah aunt? they call me auntie megan just to like fuck with me and then i'm like let's get wasted <laughs> like i used to be like all about that i'm like yes when i get drunk like it's legal here we're in aruba um was it I, who knows they're all of age now um but i think it just depends on your comfortability and if you like him enough that like if there is weird shit with your family that it outweighs it, you know, like it just needs to be like, is it more harm than it's worth? Like, or do you like him enough? Mm-hmm. And is he super nice? And he really cool? Or is there a chance you could find a guy if your family's going to be weird about it? And like you feel like a little off about it or like you feel like uncomfortable introducing or talking about like the relation. Is it like... <sighs> Is he so fucking... Sp- is there a guy who is, like, also nice who, like, isn't distantly related to you? Like, it's one of those things that I think when you've gone dating, like, lots of shitty people, then you find someone who's like, oh, he seems, like, really cool. And it's like, oh, but he's distantly related. There are other, like, cool guys. But I truly think, like, play it by ear. Like, just keep dating and talking. Mm-hmm. And then I think if you get to a fucking holiday and it's weird as shit, then be like, okay, I'm fucking out. But, you know... We probably won't be having any holidays together anytime soon. So you've got time to figure it out. Also, um, you're, you already talked about this with your therapist and your therapist and your therapist said, go for it. So maybe the therapist didn't know the relations because she said, like, you should go for he's not your type. Like, go for that. You know, I just want to know what your yeah. uncle would say. He's like her uncle by marriage, too. Yeah. No, I think the thing, like, I think, again, this is, like, the most not, the, you're, it's so distantly related, but it also just mm-hmm. so depends on your family dynamic and if it would be weird. Yeah. And if it would be weird and you like him, if you like him more, then it would be weird, then great. But if it's, like, weirder than you like, more than you like him, then fucking be done. But yeah, you don't have to think about that for a while. But also it is. A, I like the Southern stereotype. Like, I don't want it to be like I'm married <laughs> someone in my family. Uh, it's so far removed. Yeah. It's like. And I mean shit, guys. On both sides. On both sides, yeah. they're not related at all. And there's no blood relation, I should we've say. We've had the fucking like fucking my stepbrother call. All of that shit. So yeah. you're really in the clear here. <laughs> uh, should we go to the next? Hi, um, hi Megan. Uh, oh my god, okay, this is really crazy. But um, I just wanted to call in because I had like really good friends I thought for a long time, and then since the whole Black Lives Matter thing has been going on, they just haven't 
been there all. And I tried to open up and, like, talk to them about it and be like, why aren't you posting anything? Why aren't you showing your support or anything? And I told them how much it was hurting me, and they just seemed to not care about it. And it was – it really hurt. So I I kept trying, and now it's gotten to the point where I just think I need to cut them off. But I don't know if I should, like, be telling them why or maybe they just don't understand or should I be educating them more than I thought I was already because oh I'm a black woman by the way if I didn't already say that I'm a Scorpio too and um one of them's Leo and the other one's Capricorn and I really just don't know what to do because I really wanted to keep them in my life and I know now that I don't know if that's a possibility because they just seem like they don't care and I don't know if that's the if that's the truth because when I said it was hurting me they felt bad but it's not it it should you should do something about that right then but i don't know so um i just want your guys' opinions on this because i don't know what to do and i'm hoping you guys do first of all it's not your job to educate people second the black lives matter movement has been going on since 2013 it's not new so it's not something like that is brand new to the point where they're surprised by what's going on the name in itself right now like black it you don't have to unpack anything yeah yeah that's was what was i was going to get to next like it's nothing that should be questioned because it's just black lives matter like it's literally right there like you don't there's nothing more that you need to understand about that um and they don't care about you. Why would you want to be friends that with somebody that that doesn't give a shit about you? Yeah. At all. It's it's end it. Throw them away. Throw them. Throw them the fuck away. It's so. I like can't even imagine how fucking like probably surprising it also feels because you didn't you didn't say that you had these like suspicions for about them and it's it again like you're saying it's such a fucking given like in michael che's uh stand up and he like talked about it he's like we're just asking to matter like we're not like he's like i'm not asking like it's not like gay rights movement where we're like give us it's equal rights he's minimum. like i just need to matter and like that yeah. it, and it's something that is so in it and it should be so it's just a fucking fact and it's so obvious and I don't want to say that it's passive because like the movement in itself isn't passive but the feeling is passive. You either think mm-hmm. you either think it or you don't and it's not oh hold on let me think about it. Like let me decide if I if I think that black lives matter or not. Like give me a couple weeks to like sit on it before I I I come to my conclusion and I think it must feel surprising to you because you do sound surprised that this is their reaction to it and I cut them the fuck off like cut them the the fuck off because they don't they don't they don't care and it means that and it sucks to say that it means that they never they never really did and it's not it's 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 deplorable and it's disgusting and it's not something that you should take from anyone, let alone people who you've like loved and trusted and cared about. Like those are the people mm-hmm. more than anyone who should be caring about you and thinking of you and supporting you. And they're not even saying that you matter. And that's like the most fucked up thing in the fucking world. 
and drop kick them curb stomp them or i'll do it for you you don't have to do it i'll do Mm -hmm. it fucking for you let me curb stomp all of them like it's just oh i hate them i hate them for you and it's fucked and i think it's uh we treat relation we've talked about this before but treat also like the friendship breakups like a breakup breakup like really like give Mm -hmm. yourself that like time and uh like allow yourself to like feel like a, it's like a real fucking breakup and like get some like comfort food and like sit in bed and like fucking cry or do whatever you need to do or like call your like family and FaceTime with like people who you know re- you really care about but it's treat it like a loss because it is a fucking loss and it's I mean they're like they're the ones who are losing out and you in their lives and that's like the actual real tra- travesty of like the losing of the friendships but it sucks it fully fucking sucks like I can't even imagine losing a group of friends and then losing a group of friends for this reason mm-hmm. trash people they're trash fucking people you can also dm me if you want to talk that's yeah. it that's not an invitation for everybody else. No. So. You're also more than welcome to DM me. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're getting to the rest of our calls. Hi, I'm 26 and I have a family-related question. I recently found out that my parents are divorcing and my dad is moving out. Uh, That's been really hard for me to accept, but they really aren't compatible. Um, Something that is really nerve-wracking for me is that my mom might end up wanting to move in with me. She's really reliant on my dad, and I don't think she would want to live alone in our childhood home or be able to maintain a yard, all of that. (laughs) I have a younger brother, but he was with his co-worker roommates. And I don't even think she would ask him. Uh, my mom is really hypercritical of me. She's a neat freak. She struggles with anxiety and depression, and so do I. And moving out was really good for my mental health um, compared to living with my family. I don't know if I can deal with her uptight personality and her criticisms of me, as well as her bringing up issues with my dad. Um, she already does it over the phone, and that's just TMI and, like, frustrating for me, so I can't imagine, like, living in that. <laughs> She just has such a different personality for me, and even though I love her, we just butt heads too much. I also work nights, and living alone really helps me maintain my sleep schedule um, without the distraction of someone else, which is why my boyfriend of two years doesn't even look like me. Uh, she already asked if, <laughs> if she asked about moving in with me. How can I decline without sounding rude or starting a fight? She doesn't no, want to live with I him. Those... I mean, this is tough. Uh... I mean, you can't live with her. And I think, like, yeah. starting a fight or, like, hurting her feelings and all of that stuff is it's not your goal. And you're not being an asshole. And it's a very reasonable request. And if she responds in a negative way to a very reasonable request, her feelings aren't on you. Like, that's not... Mm-hmm. That's it, it. It's it's so not about you. And like you've said, like moving out's been re- great for your mental health. And it's as my therapist says, like it's like we have like preservation, self preservation techniques. And this has been one of yours is like having this like space away from her. 
And her reaction and response to this is going to be whatever it is. And you even wanting to like have it not start a fight and all of that stuff means that you're not going to go about it and be like, fuck you, mom. Like, I don't want to fucking live Mm -hmm. with you. You fucking suck. And I think what you have to say is if she brings it up again, I would first, I would just, I wouldn't bring it up. I would just ignore it. And then if she brings it up again and asks about it and be like, I love you. I care about you so much. But for me, it's really important for me to live alone. And I've really enjoyed that. And it's been really great for my mental health. And no matter how much I care about you and how much I love you, I, I need this for me. And that's like, and that's the end of it. And I want to preserve our relationship as mother and daughter. Um, I really love you, but um, for both of us, this wouldn't be a good thing because I think that down the line we might end up resenting each other and I just want to preserve our relationship as as it is now yeah and I think if she's mad she's mad and Mm -hmm. and she'll eventually get over it but she's an adult woman as well and she shouldn't be moving in with her daughter when her that's not what her daughter wants be one thing like if you're like yeah you can come um but that's not what you want so she's this is a different, a new chapter in her life. She has a house, and I understand if she doesn't want to live there, but she can she can sell it if that's what she wants to do and use that money to maybe get herself, like, a nice condo mm-hmm. or something um, and get use it as a transition to get used to the next chapter in her life. Yeah, also, if you, and you've got your brother, and you don't think that she's going to ask your brother, if she then also doesn't ever ask your brother after you say no and tries to stay upset with you, it's just not, it's, it's just so truly not fair to you, and I understand, like, the fear, the fear she must have of, like, being alone and having this huge transition period, but that, like you said, like, she she needs this, like, I think as much as Mm -hmm. you need to live alone, I think she does, too, I think that would be, really and I'm I mean her mental health wise I obviously don't know her but like yeah therapy is a great thing and like going to all of that stuff especially go after going yeah. through a divorce with somebody you've been married to for years like this is a new point in your life I think she definitely needs mm-hmm. therapy because she doesn't she I mean you said that it's like your, your parents so was, I don't you didn't say how old you are but it's I'm guessing you're in your 20s so she's been with the same person for at least 20 years so she doesn't know what it's like not to have people with her so she definitely needs therapy yeah and I think it'll be an eye-opening like there's fucking all those rom-coms about this of like first time like mom first time being single and like finding her Mm -hmm. new hobbies and doing stuff for her and I think moving in with either of her kids her role still is mom. Like she went from being, she was mom, she was wife, then she was mom or whatever the time period was. And then you guys moved out and then she was wife. And then I think her instinct reaction is to go back to what she knows, which is being a mom. And she will always Mm -hmm. be your mom, but she needs, think of it as much as you're doing it for you, you're also doing it for her. Like she needs to learn how to be her own independent person again and find the hobbies that she likes and all of that stuff. And I think, like you said, it will preserve your relationship so it can be like mm-hmm. and even like if, if you feel like you need to kind of have like a middle ground with her of being like I I know that this I, I can this will really put harm on our relationship in the long term but like I 
want to be there for you through all of this so like let's like have like a family like lunch every Wednesday or every other Wednesday or once a month and like creating these like traditions and like things that she can put on her calendar and look forward to so there is some routine and some family as she's going through all of this but it's also as much as like she's going through a divorce and yes you're like grown an adult it's also your parents going through a divorce too. So she can't put that, I mean, she can, but she shouldn't be putting that responsibility to care for and be there for her on you because you're also, pro- like, it's also your dad. Like, you're also processing all of this as someone who's also gone through divorce. And I think people think that divorce, the effects of divorce or whatever only affect like the parents and then young kids, but even adult kids, like that's still changing your routine, your relationship with your parents and Mm-hmm. You need to look out for you. And I think in the situation, it's also, end, it also in turn will end up looking out for her too. And talk to your brother about it and get on the same page. And so you guys both know like, hey, not going to do this. Yeah. But yeah, maybe, maybe offer to help her like redecorate a condo or be like, I'll help you move out. Like I'll help you do mm-hmm. all of this kind of stuff. And like, we can, I, I, I can help you. I can assist in you and be there with you in finding your independence right but I apologize I'm sorry that's definitely not like a fun thing to go through um because it does sound like you you're reconciling and like realizing that they're not the best for each other but it does still sound like it hurts so I am sorry for you Mm -hmm. too should we go on to the next hi everyone um so I'm calling in about a situation that has been developing over the course of a couple of months um I am the maid of honor for my friend of 12 years uh, in her wedding that was supposed to occur at the end of May. Because of COVID, she decided to push back her wedding to the end of July. A little more background to the story is that during the past few months, I moved to New York for a job and have been in quarantine since and have been practicing proper procedures. The bride, her family members, and the rest of the wedding party all live in a different state where the state of emergency has been handled differently. She has officially decided to keep the wedding date for her large 200-person wedding, and when I asked about safety procedures, she said that the the venue okayed the fact that there doesn't need to be any social distancing, no face masks, and a large dance floor is allowed. I expressed my concern for the safety of others, and we shared different viewpoints on the matter. I understand she has been looking forward to this moment, but I think she should have rescheduled since the availability to keep their deposits um, and like a date for 2021 is available. I want to wear a face mask during the ceremony and reception and pretty much the entire event, but she previously expressed how she doesn't want people to ruin her wedding photos. I'm unsure what to do because I don't want to be the odd person out and the only one wearing a face mask, but I question the rationality others have in this situation. Additionally, she is traveling to the South right before her wedding, which makes me 10 times more nervous. Any advice on the situation would be appreciated. I have a feeling if we, if I further discuss it with her, um, it would just kind of turn into a heated argument. I'm not trying to take away from her experience and her day, but she thinks I'm being dramatic about this pandemic, and I find her irresponsible. I don't want to lose a friend, but I'm kind of in this hard position to be in, and I don't see a lot of options. In case you wanted to know, I am a 24-year-old Leo, and she is a Capricorn. Okay. Um, Thanks. Bye. You know, you know, face masks. She said that face masks would like ruin her wedding. You know what else would ruin Death. her wedding? Death. Death. 
what the fuck is this like hell like no just no fucking no 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 this bitch is not only so dumb like the fucking s- statement you said when you not were just like her when you, the, like the whole, whole family. family but when you said something like i i'm just concerned uh for like the well-being of others and we seem to disagree on that i'm like oh so she she's just she's like no i'm not i'm not they game just they don't think about other people this girl's a fucking idiot and not only should you not go to the fucking wedding do not be fucking friends with this dipshit no she doesn't care she's being so selfish so fucking selfish like this is the most ridiculous thing that i've ever heard it's and you said that everybody's coming from a different state so everybody's just gonna be together sharing germs from all these other states and and then taking it back yeah and then taking it back it is the stupidest thing i've ever fucking heard like legitimately this is so and dumb. And here's the thing. This is so dumb on such a huge scale. This is going to, yeah. you know who's going to, this is going to be on fucking John Oliver. Like, this is like, every, yes. this is like, it, you don't want this to ruin, like, she's like, oh, I don't want this to ruin my wedding photos. I fucking guarantee you, if you go to this goddamn wedding, you will then see on late night TV, two weeks later, mm-hmm. when 75 people in the first week fucking test positive and they get these fucking wedding photos back, even if you're wearing a face mask. If, first of all, if you're wearing a face mask, you'll be highlighted more than everyone. You, it is, yeah. this, this is going to end, first of all, this is going to end in preventable deaths. But also it is going to end in like the most fucking public roasting of all fucking time. Like yes. of all fucking time. And she's such a fucking idiot. And everybody involved is such a fucking idiot. And also like, I, I know people who've rescheduled weddings. Also, here's what I'll say. I know people who like, did not want to reschedule their weddings that were like holding out to the last fucking minute. And I was like, here's the thing. I'm not fucking going. I don't care what Mm -hmm. you think about this virus. I don't care that you think it's a big fucking deal. And those people are still not, they they rescheduled their wedding till the next year. Multiple people. I feel like, I don't know where you guys are. You're in New York, but I don't know where this wedding is happening. But like two days ago, Texas like made it made it a requirement for everybody to wear masks and they're going back on a lot of things that they said so I feel like by the time this episode comes out they won't be able to do this wedding Mm -hmm. it'll get taken back but still the rationale if if this wedding is happening do not fucking go I don't I don't care about your 12 year relationship as friends she doesn't care she doesn't care so just be like look I love you, but this is completely irresponsible and I'm not putting my life on the line for for you for a couple hours of wedded bliss for you when you can, if like a wedding, I understand the wedding. I understand having like it's a big party for everybody. But like if you just want to, if the point of a wedding is to get married and if she wants to be married to this person, then they can just go get married. They don't have to have a big ceremony. I've seen people like do the weddings where the 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 bride and groom get married and then the minister is 
far away conducting the ceremony and then like their parties are just driving by in the cars and honking horns and that's their wedding if that's what she if she just if she, she clearly just does it's not about the marriage it's about the party and it's about and she can put the party the off pandemic like she's, she's yeah choosing to not like she's been given the option to put this off without like a financial like you're saying that like she's been yep. given this and she doesn't believe she thinks that it's an overreaction so she is making People, these fucking people like her have made this pandemic a political statement and she is choosing this mm-hmm. to be her political statement to say, hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. I don't believe any of this yep. shit. This is literally like her inviting people to come to a like come to her wedding that is peanut themed and being like, you got a peanut allergy. I don't give a shit. Like it is like being like, yeah. it is the most reckless thing ever or being like, Hey guys, I'm having a wedding and it's going to be, um, we're, we're going to be uh, free swimming with great white sharks. So everybody needs to come and like, you have to come. It's going to be great. Like, and we're going to throw <laughs> meat, raw meat into the ocean. And there's 200 people and it's yeah. just, it's just insane. And she's a, not only is she dumb and don't be friends with dumb people because dumb people will put you in really shitty situations and also mm-hmm. they like fucking suck and like we need to eradicate them from the earth or we can educate them but like I'm not that patient other people can if they want to do that but like she's so fucking dumb she doesn't give a shit about not only does she, she doesn't give a shit about your friendship she doesn't give a shit about your health she doesn't give a shit about her grandparents health her she parents give health, a her shit about her own health, health. Her own health at all and that is someone who is like that's dangerous that's someone who you should not want to be friends with and regardless of once this pandemic is over you've been friends with her for 12 years well like oh wow did you get hit on the head with a fucking anvil you dumb fucking bitch not you her like at what point did she become this person and it fucking sucks because i think we're in this is it's, it's revealing some really fucking nasty fucking things about people and maybe we never would have known this stuff before maybe something else would have happened down the line that you'll see this side of people but i truly think it is give it is a fucking like seeing this side of people is terrifying but it's also a fucking blessing to be like oh cool get the fuck out of my life you are a liability to yourself and others like she is mm-hmm. she is actual garbage gar She's just as bad as these people that are throwing these pandemic COVID parties where have you heard about this where they're like putting money in a pot and then the first person that gets it gets the money in the pot like they're purposely trying to get COVID-19. How much money is it enough to cover your health insurance bills? No exactly not even close. Like it doesn't make sense. And we're not even talking about, like, the short-term effects. Like, this shit has a long-term effect on your lungs. People are stupid. And also, here's the thing. If, like, she wants to be like, wow, everyone's overreacting. I would rather, like, even even if we had no scientific evidence backing the seriousness of this, which we do... But even if we didn't, if someone said it was like a 50-50 chance that this is going to be really dangerous or really not, like it's like six months ago, someone said that, like, okay, if mm-hmm. you knew that there's a 50-50 chance there's going to be like a deadly pandemic that like hits the world and you need to change, drastically change these things in your life, but there's a 50% chance it'll happen. And people will be like, well, then what, like what happens when like we all overreacted? I'm like, I would rather have gone above and beyond and been like, oh, cool. We dodged the fucking meteor that didn't hit Earth. Like the rest of the fucking Literally, like that's world. fucking great. Like if this all turned, like if this like six months ago was this big fucking conspiracy theory and then it hit and then it was like it's like the fucking mayan calendar shit and then nothing happened i'm not pissed 
I'm fucking glad. Mm -hmm. And anyone who says like, oh, well, I would just be fucking pissed. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you think about anybody other than yourself? And you're upset that you like wasted time and energy on like it is so unbelievably fucking dumb, like so unbelievably fucking dumb. This is no like cut her the fuck out. Cut everyone who's attending. Cut all of that shit out. Like she is an absolute idiot. And then once you cut her out of your life, um, you feel free to like slide into my DMs, give me her handle, let me know what her wedding photographer's name is. And I'll like, you know, we can, we can send these pics around, make sure they get to the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs to be publicly wow. shamed. Wow. And she will be. It's going to make, it's going to make the news regardless. It has to. So today we have a update to a don't blame them call. So this is unique. It's different. We've never done this before. So um, the original call was in season two, episode 25 with Leo. Then the person that was calling in to give advice to that person was in episode season three, episode six. And it's about a mama's boy. Um, and so we've got a update to the don't blame them with another twist. I'm really excited Ready? because I like I not that I don't remember this, but it's harder for me to remember don't blame them than these, so I'm excited. Yeah. Hey Megan. Um I just wanted to call in to provide a progress update from a very old episode. Um season two, episode twenty five, where the girl was dating a mama's boy. Uh, my girlfriend actually called in to provide advice um from season three, episode six. So she called in to give advice and talk to the person about um, the mama's boy situation. So, shocker, I'm the guy in that story um, for my girlfriend who called in uh, for free advice. And um, basically what happened was that I had to, first of all, fix what was wrong with me. I had a lot of um, issues to work through and a lot of stuff that was going on. So I had to learn to set proper boundaries with my mom first um, and work on that with her and and even when she broke those boundaries I would have to reinforce them and say hey that wasn't cool this is what you should do um so yeah and the other part of it is um like I was saying I think just a lot of it was on me and a lot of it was um how I viewed my relationship and how I viewed uh the things because I have a problem with about I used to have a problem about talking about people negatively to each other. So, like, if I was my mom, I would talk negatively about my girlfriend. If I was my girlfriend, I would talk negatively about my mom, leaving this kind of space between them where they just didn't like each other because of me. So that was another thing I had to fix was my mental state and my mental um, awareness of that whole situation. And once I did that, then um, and I had the boundaries set with my mom, uh, I basically spoke to my girlfriend and said, hey, you need to give my mom a chance, and I did the same thing with my mom. I was owned up to it and said, you know, a lot of the stuff you guys feel about it is my fault. So I just wanted to let you know that things are going really well now, and um, a lot of hard work went into it, but um, yeah, so I appreciate it. Uh, I was just letting you know that me and my girlfriend both watch their podcast together on YouTube, so thank you, and see you later. Talk to you. Oh my god! I'm dead! it's an evolved evolved dude wow no that's great i mean yeah my only note is saying that i know i'm kidding um this is that's i think that's awesome 
I wonder what it's like for people and like we've like we know people who like listen to it with their partners like watch with their partners like I'm curious if it does bring up like any conversation like if like the topics will bring up like a conversation and be like oh wow like what would you do in this situation or if you guys like Mm -hmm. relate to something and you're like oh shit like this feels like a weird one to listen to like sitting next to like my partner um but I think this is like great and I love I'm, it. I'm fucking stoked. I'm like glad you guys are yeah. still together. And it's true. The- yeah. The don't the in the don't blame them call. She had said they had been dating for nine years yeah. and that they're they had been um, her boyfriend and his mom were like enmeshed mm-hmm. um, in an unhealthy codependent relationship yeah. and that he had started to go to therapy. So this is the after of. Therapy. I'm I fucking love it but it's true like what he said it's like it's it can be really hard because I've also been on the other side of it of like someone where it's like why the fuck are you fucking sharing everything with this other person and it can feel so about you but like he said he's like no it was like a, a me issue and it mm-hmm. usually does translate into other parts of your life and like oversharing other people's things just in general but it's especially really hard in a relationship um but fuck yeah fucking amazing fantastic you know what we need we yeah. need some we need a uh someone to call in from like a girl who's called in about like how our like boyfriend like something about like something sexual i would die like can we get the guy who the guy who broke his dick who ripped his dick i would love if he called yeah. in and was like let me break it mm-hmm. down for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he can or even it. the ones that are like are like <laughs> we've gotten so many people like thanking us for the blowjob tips. I would so, love like, if we got if that. The boyfriend, comes, like an audio yeah, review of like, like, thank you so much. Yeah. great blowjob, <laughs> ten out of ten. Love it, big fan. Like, I would die. I would die. I would. I would fucking love yeah. that. Oh, but thank you so much yeah. for calling. That that that's really interesting we haven't had that type of perspective before no that's like it's it's and it's also because it's it's such a common call we've gotten for for so long and Mm -hmm. the great thing about don't blame me don't blame them i mean there's lots of great things about the podcast but uh is people giving their own experience and yeah never we've never had like the other side of it it's always Mm -hmm. been like with that like the girls have been like oh yeah my boyfriend like him and his mom like i've had that relationship and then it's gotten better and blah 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 and then him being like yeah this is how i did it fuck yeah well guys uh i hope you like this episode if you did please um leave us a review on uh the podcast app and if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. My book is out. My presets are for sale. If you want to follow us on social, we have the podcast, Don't Blah Meme Pod, and then our individual socials. Check them out. Um, and pro- you want to promo your other, one of your other many podcasts? Uh, let me promo Jocelyn and Lily's show. Who are those Go bitches? Go check it out. <laughs> it's called Overshare. It was a uh, YouTube show for the first season, and now it's been converted into, which Megan was on an episode. Now it is a podcast as well. So please go check it out. It's them. It's like extended story times about specific subjects that them and sometimes a guest share stories. What would you share on your episode? Do you remember? I think we talked, we talked about, 
I don't remember if we did like specific story story, but like it was more, I think it was more just like overshare topics. And one of them was uh, like embarrassing, like things that like we did as like, or like things that we were into um, as a kid. And I, you know, talked about fanfic, talked about, Mm -hmm. I think I talked about like um, the couple of times I went LARPing. I was into like a lot of weird (laughs) fucking shit. I have not heard okay, that, so, so I will come back. Uh, we'll, no, no, I'll circle okay. back. We'll circle back okay. later at a later date. It's really not that interesting. Um, it sounds fucking weird as shit. I don't care about it's it being interesting. I just want to hear it. the weirdness. And I was like, I'll go. Fucking okay. Galadriel, who for sure? <laughs> I'm into it. Is she pretty? Yeah. Uh, so uh, please go check it out on the podcast app. Like, subscribe, leave a review. It's fun. It's a fun time. time. With uh, I mean, the episodes that are probably coming out around this time are with uh, Kelsey Dara. Love her. Friend of this show. And Mega Batoon, who's also mm-hmm. been on this show. So We share the same name. Um, <laughs> no H in hers. True. It's too short without an H. Okay, guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.